much supported by advertisements and like what? So British say advertisements. advertisements. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of an interesting discussion. Sometimes, back here with the boys, we got Tarun, Haran, and Christian. I'm Harsha, and uh, today we got no guest. Uh, happy November, everybody! And um, I'm thankful for you guys in a season of being thankful. So, <laughs> oh, it's already started. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, no one else wants to say they're thankful. So let's move on. Uh, <laughs> Before I'm thankful for the listeners uh, oh. of this podcast. That's what I'm yeah, thanks, Summers, that you're the best. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> before Thanksgiving, there's Halloween. So the last episode, or a couple episodes ago, we talked about what we're going to be wearing for our Halloween party for costumes. And we... We told everybody, right? <laughs> yeah. Did we? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, uh, them three were Jimmy, Carl, and Sheen, and I was Tramp from Lady and the Tramp. And yeah, we had a nice party at the OC last weekend. Uh, some of us turned out better than others, but uh, it was still a fun time overall. Did, would uh, you say it was a shitty time or like? <laughs> <laughs> Just after. <laughs> Do you want to give some context? No. I have explosive diarrhea. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Is the cool? insane, insane context. Huh? Yeah, man. Yeah, did she yeah, have like the missiles from like North Korea? That was harsh. So that party was on Friday. Yeah. And today's Thursday. It's a day six of diarrhea. Please help. <laughs> <laughs> I've been oh eating God. ginger. No. That's your problem, man. Do you guys eat ginger? Not a big fan. Not since freshman year. Of I mean, you can, I, I guess I don't eat ginger, but you could get ginger drink. <laughs> Want some Moscow mules? What did you say, Christian? <laughs> Is that not since freshman year? Mad. <laughs> <laughs> Madness. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll have to try that if it. I'm still uh, pooping. What are you talking about, what Christian said? <laughs> no, no. <not laughs> and we lost our only And listener. we lost our only <laughs> I know what Turret said. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It's true. When I mean, I, I didn't have what you have, but uh, when I went to Haran's house later, like the next day, and I had some ginger ale, and it just, it felt so much better. Or ginger beer, not ginger ale. It was, it was a calming on the, on the bodily system. I'm glad. I'm glad it worked. Yeah, one one thing that we didn't mention about the party was kind of cool. Um, so it was, like, it was Halloween themed. So um, besides like us setting up decorations, which was fun, uh, we all mm. kind of like came up with like Halloween themed drinks um, mm. in like groups and stuff, mm. uh, which I think was we never really done that before. I feel like mm. um, so it was, it was a fun time. Uh, me and Turin kind of took like the easy, not easy route, but uh, we bought pretty much we bought syringe bottles that you could fill up with shots so we pretty much put like a shooter of uh grape soda and vodka um and the motivation behind that i'm sorry go ahead no yeah i just wanted to mention that the motivation behind the grape soda and vodka uh, specifically was because in jimmy neutron they drink purple flurple or flurp yeah so we thought we'd do a purple drink and then mm. the syringe is kind of like, you know, science, like Jimmy Neutron, you know, you get it. Yeah, that's fine. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much you just squirted liquids into your mouth. 
Uh, it, it was fun, fun though. Yeah, like <laughs> when, like the concept. You just sound like a fucking yeah. idiot when we explain it, but yeah, it was actually like a, a like an I enjoyable honestly, experience. Yeah, like I enjoy that. I feel like if I had shots that way, it would go down a lot easier sometimes. Because like sometimes like yeah. you just like mess up how you like throw it back into your mouth, you know, and like it's just. But this one like since it's like just squirt directly into the back of your throat it's great <laughs> stop laughing bro i'm just being serious <laughs> so like do you think it's a, that no it's actually a shooter i'm being dead because you, yeah, when you squeeze yeah. it right it's actually is, it actually is a shooter so do you think yeah. it would be looked looked down upon if you just like brought syringes to every bar you <laughs> yeah like fat syringes like that yeah, <laughs> yeah. maybe i would argue some people already do that mm. oh. the heroin addicts okay <laughs> uh harsh you want to explain what drink you and armor came up with yeah, so um, I w- we got this purple indigo gin that I never had before, and we mixed that with lemonade, club soda, and uh, blue curacao. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, I never what had about Bombay so- Sapphire. Wait, it's still unopened. Didn't, didn't touch oh, okay. Yeah, so I-, I bought too much than I bought more than I thought I would need, but I mean, it- I thought the drink was cool. I never had that gin before, mm. uh, so it was nice. What was like the Halloween theme towards that? Oh yeah, so this recipe said it's called Witch's Brew Lemonade. I mm. guess it's just because it's purple and you know, like a witch's pot Cal- thing. Cauldron, I guess. Mm. Cauldron. Was it yeah. was it purple? I thought it was like blue. Yeah, it was supposed to be purple. <laughs> I also don't remember it tasting like lemonade. Oh really? I yeah, no, I, I put a good amount of lemonade. lemonade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't remember everything. So it was purple Although, before I added the blue curacao, then it became mm. just blue. Fair enough. I will say it was definitely more lemonade at the beginning, and then at the end, it got a lot more ginny. Yeah. Weasley. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> Christian, what did you come up with? Oh, dude, I did some, some dumb shit. Dude, oh. this drink, I think, killed all of us. This was the last drink that we like all yeah. collectively had yeah. in the night. Yeah. Because, like, I... I boiled or like warmed up some stuff on the on the stove to like incorporate everything together and then i had to let it cool for like a few hours like a lot longer than i was expecting but i was like thinking of like fall time drinks like oh you know apple cider is a a common october drink you know go to the pumpkin patch go to the apple orchard get some get some nice homemade apple cider i went to harris teeter got some apple cider um (laughs) But uh, I mixed in some, I looked up recipes, but I kind of just did it on my own. Got some, I had some brown sugar I threw in there. I had some, uh, I wanted to get caramel coffee syrup, like coffee flavoring, but they were all out of caramel. So I got hazelnut, which I thought did the trick. What else did I throw in there? Other than the alcohol. Um, I think that was it. Oh, I threw some cinnamon in there, which was great. Um, but the killer is that I had Tarun buy a 1.75 of Bacardi rum for like $22, which I thought was a steal. (laughs) Uh, the problem is that I then had 1.75 of Bacardi just sitting in front of me, uh, and a gallon of apple cider. And, you know, most of the time when you are making something like drink wise, you measure it out. You don't just kind of wing it. Uh, and I kind of winged it, wung it. Wung. 
I feel like when you're making like a big pot of drink, like like a big stew, like it's yeah. hard to measure. You know what I mean? Like it's like when you're making like a single like shot drink, like that's that's when yeah. you need to measure. But. Yeah. Um. So, uh, I probably had about eighty percent of a gallon of apple cider in this pot, and then I think I put in about a liter of Bacardi in there, and I kept instead of adding non-alcoholic things i would add a bunch of sweetener and be like oh no that's kind of sweet and then i would add more alcohol um instead of like testing as i add the added the alcohol so by the time i was done with this drink couldn't taste the alcohol which as an experience in the moment great but as an experience throughout the night not a good idea <laughs> uh because man that shit was like this was a huge pot and I brought it downstairs, and I think within the span of like a little over an hour, it was just gone. Uh, it was a hit. It was a hit, which is great. You know, I'm glad everybody enjoyed it, but I don't think it was safe to consume that much alcohol, given the fact that there were all these other drinks in such a sport, uh, short amount of time. But yeah, what's done is done. Uh, there's still 0.75 of, of rum at Amrita's house, which I... My house. Oh, I brought it to my house. Oh, you, you're brave to, <laughs> to get through the week, huh? <laughs> yeah, I really needed it. Uh, <laughs> no, because, well, I thought I was going to go to Haran's house and mm. didn't. I mean, get to the aftermath of what happened that night. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty much, I think you guys can tell, a lot of, uh, this is just our drinks and then people also brought yeah. other stuff. Um, uh, so just by the end of the night, there was, a lot of alcohol was consumed. Uh, we end up sleeping at four in the morning, which is a lot past a that's, lot of our bedtime. That's really late by our like. Standards. To be fair, like, like even at college, I don't think we ever stayed up that late. Like dead ass. I think like even when we came like out a few times when but, we came yeah. back from like a night out, we'd probably like chill in our living room for like an hour and then probably yeah. go to bed at like yeah. two yeah. and three o'clock. But we're not we're not big post gamers. I feel like we, yeah 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 yeah. We, we like to that. like you know we. We like to go hard, but we also like to prioritize our sleep on the weekends some more than others in this in this group. But anyway, um, speaking of people that like to prioritize their sleep, Harsha that night. <laughs> uh, do you want to you want to explain how you're feeling after a certain time at that night, Harsha? Uh, yeah, well, this never <laughs> happens for me that much. Well, to yeah. be fair, this isn't due to like alcohol poisoning or anything. So yeah, I, make I, that I clear. yeah. So. Um, yeah, we had some dinner after we were decorating or before, like, you know, before everyone else got there and we decided to get Nando's, which is usually not a terrible idea. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess we all ordered different things and mm -hmm. no one else tried the thing that I got, which is just three chicken thighs in a box and garlic bread. It was pretty good. And, you know, when you ate it, did you like feel anything wrong with the chicken? No, or? I mean, like, I didn't really know. I didn't really pay attention. I guess. I kind of I think you can tell, like, it. by the texture of the chicken, it's like off. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I didn't think too much of it. It was also, like, in a box, not in the place. I couldn't see it mm. like, close enough. I would just kind of dig in there and eat it. Mm -hmm. uh, but. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <yo>. Ginger all <laughs> over again. <laughs> no. So, yeah, uh. it was fine. And then, obviously, like, I drank a lot, uh, I guess. Like everyone else. And um, yeah, the last time I threw up after drinking was like two years ago, which we already talked about on the podcast. Uh, and this time I also threw up a lot, but maybe worse than last time too. Like 
I think we had, we went to bed at like four. I th- started throwing up at three a.m. I threw up in the kitchen sink. Uh, sorry, and um, <laughs> then I threw up a bunch of times the next day, which is like really weird, yeah. considering yeah. I didn't like black out or like mm-hmm. really think I died. Yeah, so I don't know what's going on. Probably the chicken. So mm. never go. I wouldn't say never. Not going back to Nando's for a long time. Mm. Yeah, at least this location uh, forever, maybe. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, the closest location, one to you, though. Yeah, this location can fuck off. Yeah, I'm never going back. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it sucked. I the best thing, up, uh, the best. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just say the best thing about it was the day after. Trun just had such a big smile on his face when he saw you just running to the bathroom, coming back, and going to the bathroom, coming back. You want to comment on that, Trun? I mean, it is pretty, uh, what do you call it? Um, Funny. Satisfactory uh, on my right. end. Because I know what the pain is like. And to be not having that pain makes your life better. Feels good. <laughs> Madness. <laughs> Um, it's like you know what it, you know what it's like it's like you know that scene from three idiots or there's a scene from this indie movie called three idiots where basically these three idiots they go out <laughs> drinking all night and then the next morning they have a test and one of the friends who like doesn't study at all um gets like the highest grade in the class and then the other two who study their ass off but still like you know drink or whatever they got like the shittiest grade mm-hmm. and they felt even shittier than just having a shitty grade because their friend did way better you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's like the opposite for me you know that was such a long one. Yeah. <laughs> the funniest part of that, actually, about that scene is like they post all the grades on the board, and then they were looking for their names and trying to find the friend's name, and they couldn't find it. So because they only post like people that passed the test, so mm. oh shit, he actually failed. They felt they felt so bad, and then they saw that he was like actually at the top, like on the other side of the board. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, Turin. Anyways. <laughs> I, uh, I uh, threw up the next, right when I woke up at like 1030 and then went back to sleep and then threw up again trying to eat some bagel and then threw up again when I got home at like five, five-ish. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's a shame. The funny yeah. thing is like I was, so in the middle I took a nap. I was just like pretty shitty. So I just stayed at Amrita's house and mm-hmm. I made those noises again, Turin. The noises that you said that made at Jackie's house while you're sleeping no just yeah I was trying to throw up at like 3 or 4 a.m. like after everyone went to bed like in, oh. our, in the bathroom and, and then like the next day after everyone left and then like while I was trying to take a nap just making those noises oh <laughs> I felt God. so terrible yeah but did Amrita take care of you Uh, yeah, she me a, she, <laughs> I'm keeping that whole silence in, by the way. We need to know how long he had to think about that. Yeah, she did. She cut me two apples, and I I was able to eat those without throwing up. That's good. And I threw them up after, though. Yeah. Now, as a result, I have diarrhea from Nando's. <laughs> still for a week. It's an still, ongoing problem. Still, damn. It's crazy. Well, uh not to get too deep into you know upcoming events but we are planning on going to bottomless brunch in about 48 hours so uh we'll see how how bottomless harsh it can be with that brunch but it'll be a good time (laughs) yeah yeah all in all you know besides harsh's problems at night i think that's all good it was a good time i had had fun i'd like to see everyone 
everyone dressed dressed up in costumes. I think I don't know if we all mentioned that, but yeah. Oh, you know, we were not just. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it wasn't just us four. Yeah, it wasn't just us four. Yeah, everyone came up in costumes. And everybody's everybody's costumes were good. There yeah. was no clear lack of effort. Yeah. Everybody did a great job. Great time. Great times all around. And then we all just beat up Christian at one point in the night. That is true. Yeah, that is true. I don't remember. I, that. I still Maybe don't they know gave why. me CTE. I, I don't know why either. I don't. I'm pretty sure I just saw someone. Someone started like hitting Christian. I was like, "Fuck it, I guess." <laughs> I just started kicking. I just remember. I mean, it was in the video too, but I, I remember saying like, "Fuck Carl, fuck that guy, like, fuck Carl." <laughs> I have no idea why. <laughs> hey, yo, I'm going to be honest. I don't remember anything at, throughout that point. Oh, yeah, point he was like Christian was pretty fucked up too, but he didn't throw up. He was just... Yeah, I yeah, literally... I do remember this, that there was some point when I felt like, okay, if I take one more sip of alcohol, I will throw up. So mm-hmm. I didn't. Smart. I'm actually really surprised within myself that I did not throw Dude, up. Dude, we fucking get it, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm, I've also, I'm been also surprised in like myself really? too. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 I'm surprised in both of us too. We did it. Thank you. Because I think we have thrown up the most out of the people, like besides Harsh and Christian. So. You think so? Yeah. I mean, Harsh didn't throw up at all. And Christian yeah. also has never thrown up since like fucking sophomore year of college. Yeah, so. that's actually <laughs> It's not like a. <laughs> well, to be honest, it's comparison. like it's very close for but like the race between you three i would say you know but then the, i'm on like the other end of the spectrum yeah real pioneer. In, in more ways than one in, in fact in more yeah. ways than one. <laughs> but we go again in two days we yeah, go again say, in two days <laughs> no we'll even the odds uh, on saturday bottomless is actually my kryptonite i feel like absolute shit sometimes but it's well, fun you're in the about moment. to well you're it's about fun to in, fun, it's fun in yeah, the i'm telling you like you and tarun like combined will be three drunk people after the end of that bottomless. Fantastic. So get get prepared now. Like eat up. Yo, does this does this bottomless have different flavors of No. Um, uh, oh maybe I, I don't think it did, but uh, let's no. bring some chaser, bro. Bring some Wait, chaser. Why, why did it matter? Bring some bro? chaser. No no, it's just more entertain like um um we went to me, Harsha and some other people went to like this place called Tupelo Honey a while back. You remember that Harsha? And like they had like Bro, what, what what kind of mimosas they had? Like a regular mimosa, they had like a mango one, I think. They had like a dragon fruit or some shit. Or um all bottomless options. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Ooh, um and that was so good. Uh, we we had a blackberry rest, one too. Should we change the rest? We can't change the rest, but it would be more expensive. Probably. <laughs> no. Was that bottomless? I don't think it was bottomless. I think it was, we just ordered a mimosa. Mm. It might have been um just like cheaper during brunch though. Mm-hmm. Like not happy hour, but whatever the equivalent is. Anyway, I feel like it, it that makes it easier for in terms of volume to get it down. You know, that's true. Maybe maybe you can order like just like juices. Like, oh, can I get a glass of like apple juice, or mm. can I get a glass of like oh grapefruit juice or something? Mm. Yeah, maybe. I guess real quick before we switch topic, just because you're talking about like getting juices like this i guess to give some context the place we're going to is shots tavern i'm not sure if we talked about this on the podcast before but essentially at this place when you get bottomless they give you straight up bottles of champagne and then like pictures of like orange juice on the side so it this bottomless brunch you could just be drinking straight champagne the whole time and they Mm -hmm. just keep on giving you bottles as much as you want right Mm -hmm. so like Mm -hmm. i guess technically you could just order like a pitcher of apple juice and just mix it with the champagne (laughs) they give you (laughs) like it doesn't really matter yeah that's fair yeah you're pretty much paying for the champagne i guess 
but so we'll 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 come up with the the science while we're there. It'll be on the fly. Yeah. Are there any logical transitions we can make from degenerate talk to whatever we're going to talk about now, guys? Because I don't think no, so. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. Why did you say it like that? I think you're going to say, no, I don't think so, and then go into the next yeah. topic. <laughs> no, I, well, I was just trying to think of one. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> so, um, moving on. This rest of the podcast is going to be a little bit more informative and serious, I'd say, than mm. how we usually do it. So that's why we didn't mm. think of a stupid transition just to downplay what we're about to say. So oh, um, nice, nice. There are a couple of things that happened in the news, current events the past couple of weeks that we mm. didn't really address. Um, one of which is like the uh, UK PM is different now. Uh, <laughs> Why would you say like that? <laughs> Now you're making it unserious, bro. You made that sound like he got like hit by a bus or something. And now has like a condition, or like had like a sex change. Yeah, like a disability. Like what the fuck? Oh. Why would you say it like that? Oh yeah, sorry. Um, UK got a new prime minister. Mm. Yeah, uh, his name is Rishi Sunak. Uh, the other prime minister resigned, so this is like a quick turnaround. Yeah, um, this is their. I guess context. This is their third prime minister in the last two months. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, first uh, Prime Minister of South Asian descent, I mm-hmm. think. First uh, non-white PM. Not in, non-white yeah. PM in Minority, general. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I guess that's pretty cool mm-hmm. if you're conservative, um, <laughs> which he is. Uh, so, yeah. there there are some, like, issues that came about when he mm-hmm. joined, uh, some, of, some of which are, like, attacking him personally and then other mm-hmm. things are just like his views in general mm-hmm. um yeah what were you guys thoughts about him becoming the leader of uk um i think like as a south asian person um i think it's like a lot of people like a lot of people in like group chats a family group chats that are in were like oh like we got an indian guy in like that's leading the country there that's crazy mm-hmm. um but i think like the more people like looked into like the character and like yeah. who he is not saying like he's a bad person but just like the things mm-hmm. he stand for and like the background like the like he has private education he comes mm-hmm. a very like wealthy family like um his the way he was brought up in the uk is a lot different compared to the regular like south asian yeah. descendants that live in the country so it's not i think it's like in one way it's it's a good thing that like we're seeing um a person in power that's not just a white uh British person, which is, I think makes up for like 85% of that population. So mm-hmm. it is pretty impressive that a South Asian person was able to get that position. Um, but I don't know if he like, it's truly a South Asian. I think he's like, he is a British person first that has like some South really? Asian like heritage. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think, and I was just thinking in the grand scheme of things, I, I, for that country, I just hope that they have some consistency at the, at that level. Cause mm-hmm. I feel like since, um, Oh my god, what's his name? Boris Johnson. Boris. Boris, yeah, Boris Johnson was in power. I feel like things are looking down in that country. And then Liz Truss came in for like 44 days and their fucking economy was crashing and they had to get her out. And so hopefully like he can sustain um his rule there without any problems. And yeah. Yeah, just a little bit of context on who he is. I looked up kind of his like a short biography, I guess. 
Um, he grew up in the UK. His dad was a general physician. His mom was a pharmacist. Um, he went to Oxford for a bit for finance. And then he did a Stanford MBA where he met his now wife, who's the daughter of Indian billionaire something. I don't, I don't know. I forget his name, mm -hmm. but he's like the CEO of Infosys, which is a huge company. Gigantic. Um, and then he came back to the UK and started, I don't know if he started or he joined very early on, like basically this hedge fund. Mm -hmm. um, and then ever since then, he's kind of been in like this financial political sphere mm -hmm. all around the place. And um, I think he served on like whatever their equivalent of like Congress or Senate is or something like that. I know he, he was the head of the Exchequer, which is like the National Bank of England. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, okay, maybe that's what it is. So he basically was in charge of the capital for the, mm -hmm. the can't say country because like this a region because they have like you know right. it's not just Britain but mostly England. Um, but that that's all I know on that front of him. Yeah, basically. But he also he also served like in the party. He was in like the political party too, right? Like he was like a uh, much later though. He's very yeah. new to being a politician. No, but that's what I think that's what you're saying. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, that's kind of that. Um, like this is in his first role in politics, I guess. So. Right. Exactly. <laughs> People aren't just like, who the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, he's like conservative. I also, well, Christian, do you want to speak before I go on and no, talk about it? Okay. Um, so I had heard a few things about this guy, including his like thoughts and I don't want to say his, uh, what's the opposite of affinity? Infinity and beyond. Infinity. His infinity <laughs> of LGBTQ plus oh. people, I guess. Aversion. In general, or more like trans. Yeah, aversion. There you go. Of like trans people and all that stuff. I had heard that. Um, I looked into it. It's pretty true, I guess. Like he doesn't believe in like having pronouns and he wants to take that out of mm -hmm. like their parliament and stuff like that, which... I guess his argument is like why, like why does it yeah. matter? But yeah. like, my our I feel like our argument in general is like, well, why can't it be like that? Like mm -hmm. if it's already if it was already implemented and stuff like that, especially mm -hmm. you know it's not yeah. like he's like fighting for it to stay out, right? I don't know. Anyway, yeah. Another thing that I saw was like recently he was kind of put underneath put under criticism because he didn't really want to go to this climate change conference mm -hmm. that the UK is hosting called like COP something. It's like COP something. something. Yeah. I could talk um, more about that later, but go ahead. Yeah. Um, so then I was curious, like what, like his hedge fund, like even, um, you know, invested in all this stuff and they have a pretty huge stake in like India's like coal production and like fossil fuel production. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay yeah. i mean that might not have been his full decision but obviously as like a big partner of that firm i'm assuming he had you know some sort of um you know role in making right. that decision yeah um so i'm not trying to say he's a bad person or anything like that but i just feel like it's good to be um thinking about these things and like his opinions and thoughts and thinking about his background holistically because mm -hmm. From what I saw on like Instagram and all this shit, it's like all the Indian people that I knew were just posting this guy like, yep. hey, yo, we got an Indian prime minister, which is hype. I still think it's like a 
like I think I still think it's a net positive, but at the same time, I I don't I don't from from the few things that I've seen from him, I don't know if I necessarily like him that much, mm-hmm. you know, already. Yeah. Um <laughs> he, the way he speaks is so British. Yo, like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. He's such a twat, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry if that's offensive to British people, but um, yeah, so I can speak a little bit more to this whole cop thing because my employer is partnered with cop. And so I have a bunch of coworkers going there. It's in Egypt this year. Um, and it is based around, it was, it was held in Glasgow last year, which is why it's within this like UK realm of why they are supposed to have like a big interest in this. Um, and so, yeah, like Turin said, COP is about this kind of like sustainability, like clean finance kind of realm where they try and build or aim for a more sustainable future within just how we operate. And a lot of that goes through capital, like money invested by different uh, member states, uh, countries and also large firms, banks and insurance companies, that kind of stuff. So you're um, part of the cops? No. You um, fund the police? No. Um, <laughs> what so, does cops stand for? Just out of curiosity, I don't. Uh, great question. Should probably not answer that, but I don't. Um, coalition of something would be my first guess. Wish I could help you. Uh, okay. It's called COP28 because it's the 28th meeting of this group of countries. Uh, like Biden, I think, is supposed to be there. Um, and the reason it was a big deal that Sunik originally said he wasn't going to go is because, like, uh, he basically said, like, oh, I'm too busy to go to this. Um, when, right. like, all well, you're the, the like, PM fam. Yeah. And a bunch of yeah. other, like, world leaders are going um like your constituents and this is like your first like big deal of like your your first like major event as pm so uh it's just it seems kind of idiotic to just like brush it off he basically it's like when you your friends ask you to go out and then you're like halfway through eating dinner and you're like i just don't feel like it you know like it's the equivalent of that like you have no real excuse you just want to make something up Mm -hmm. i've definitely never done that before um so he's kind of walked back on that since, and he's kind of changed his mind. He also banned like the King, King, uh, Richard. Is that the King now? Haran, help me. This Charles is King Philip king, or something. King Charles. Philip. Philip was the, the, the husband. Of okay. So, but now it's King Charles. Yeah. King Richard oh. was the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine you just see fucking Will Smith. <laughs> Will Smith fucking running the UK. He's just slapping people left or right. <laughs> he originally banned the king from going. And the, it's just, he's basically just like trying to keep the UK out of this thing. And I think turns right to bring up the fact that he was a major part of a coal uh in the industry head in India, um, obviously coal is not green energy. It's, you know, contributing to fossil fuels in the air and that kind of stuff. 
Anyway, this is very long-winded to say that like he came, he spoke at one of our events last year when he was still ahead of the British Bank in a sustainability summit when he, he's, tr- he's still trying to preach like green stuff. And so I don't want to say he's like a people pleaser, um, but it's just kind of a little bit of evidence like now that he's gotten all this backlash and there was like a report that Boris Johnson said like, fuck it, I'm just going to go to COP because nobody else in the UK is going. And then that's when he changed his mind. He was like, oh, well, instead of, you know, Boris Johnson, like, I should probably go. Um, so it is. by the time this episode comes out, it, it will have started. Um, and so we'll know maybe a little bit more, like, ourselves, whether he goes or not. Um, but, yeah, he... Uh, I don't think he thinks things through before he does them fully, which I was reading an article about some of the, there was an article that was made. This has been like a week since he's been PM a little bit over. And it was like, Oh, here are all the mistakes he's already made as PM. And it was also from the guardian. So take it with a little bit of salt, but like, it's never a good way to start an article. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of what I know about him and that situation. I do. I do agree that it's good to have like a, a different type of face, like a, a minority face at the head of one of a very white country, <laughs> like the UK mm-hmm. uh, or region, I guess you could call it. Um, so I do think that diversity in that aspect is good. Like obviously it was huge here in America when we had Obama and he yeah, was the first say, black president. I'm um, so glad our first non-white president was Obama. Just yeah. He's such a good leader, the way he speaks, the way he carries himself. Yeah. It's he's amazing. very professional. He's very, there's one thing family even like yeah. they were yeah. all such good examples role models. Like role models, yeah, yeah. such mm-hmm. like like perfect nice people you know yeah, yeah. like you could just tell yeah it's been he a had like time. a i think recently he was in wisconsin like endorsing the democratic candidate there mm-hmm. i think it was wisconsin um and it's been a while since i heard him like speak and just like it's just hearing him sure. and like yeah just like the passion yeah. he has when he speaks and like it's, it was it was great to see. The funny thing that came out of it, though, I just saw, I saw another clip later. Um, it was like some lady in the crowd behind him, like an African American lady. It was like, I I came exactly what she said, but she pretty much just said like, "You fine as hell, Obama." And then like, <laughs> and then Obama like heard her, and then he was like, he just like laughed to himself, and he was like gassing himself up. He's like, "Yeah, you're not wrong." And he's like, I, "He better hope Michelle doesn't hear that." <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> it, like it had him like fucked up for like a minute. He yeah. was just like smiling. It was funny to see. Yeah, because he was saying that, like, he was saying that he had, he has gray hair now or something. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and she was like, yeah, you're still a fine motherfucker or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's crazy is I feel like if he ran again now, like, or, like, for the first time, I mean, like, I feel like there was absolutely no fucking chance that he would get elected. Yeah. Because I feel like everyone's, because of Trump, everyone feels like they have more of a, a pass to be yeah racist, basically. Like kind of, yeah. And I also feel like <clears throat> there. I don't know how large this group of people would be, but I don't. I can imagine that there's some people that are like, "Oh, you already had a black president. Why would you? Why should we have another?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, like kind of like a pity vote. Like, "Oh, yes, we'll see how like this black president does," mm-hmm. and then they're like scorned for the rest of their life because they didn't get this like one policy he promised or something. Right. Yeah. I so, mean, yeah. Even even I feel like even with rishi sunak like he's gonna be placed under a lot um mm-hmm. more critical criticism yeah i don't know if that's a 
good phrase to use. Distinguishedly but, distinguished, yeah. Yeah, indeed, <laughs> indeed. Like he's gonna be held to a higher standard because he is, you know. Whereas yeah. other people, like white people, generally would get away with the same things that he would do. You know? Yeah, I was telling the boys this, but like I, Trevor Noah covered this for a little bit on his show, um, and pretty much he was reacting to this this call show. So this call show in 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 England, where it has I think. I couldn't tell the ethnicity of the host, but she was, I think she was brown. Maybe like, I'm not sure what kind of mm-hmm. uh, brown she was, but anyway, uh, she received a call from this white male and pretty much, uh, it was like right after she got appointed as PM and he, he pretty much said like, it's not right that a person of like a person like this is like representing our country. And then she was pretty much like pushing him to like say what he really wanted to say. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, like it, it wouldn't be right if like I was the PM of Pakistan or something like that. Oh and, yeah, I saw that shit. Bro. <laughs> oh, and then yeah. the host was just like, she clearly was enraged, but she like wanted him to like, pretty much like say what he was gonna say. He was like, yeah, he, just, yeah. he was like, he was dancing around the fact that he's just pretty yeah. much a fucking racist. But yeah, um, yeah, like what you're saying, like there's there's gonna be a lot of people like that in England that feel that way, unfortunately, and like. Yeah. It's ironic coming from England who fucking went around colonizing everyone and taking power and putting themselves in power in, yeah. in countries where they had no, no belonging there. And also they were literally just a different color and they were like, oh, I'm, gonna do that. I'm just going to take over yeah. your country and you got to yeah. deal with it. But hopefully they can find some solace in the fact that he's not actually really that brown, <laughs> like in terms of like his views <laughs> and, his, yeah. and his sense. So, yeah, I don't know how much more we can like project about where I don't think any of us are well first and the political climate of the UK or like what the fuck's going on there. I know that Europe itself is nearing a financial crisis and will likely go through a recession in the beginning of this year. Yeah. Um, and that there's going to be a big problem with gas in the future, um, because of Russia, um, which won't just affect Europe, but it'll mostly affect Europe because they rely on, both like oil and natural gas from Russia. Um, but that's something that, at least from what I've heard from people that I listen to at work, uh, is a lot of going to be like next winter, not this winter. So it's kind of a longer term issue. Um, and as he's also still dealing with a lot of the effects from Brexit. Um, yeah. What do you think he stands on that as a conservative? Given the, like, his, the fact that he, like his parents are from... India and like they came I think here, he's but. still for Brexit. Um, just given his his political affiliation, yeah, I guess like um, that's what that's what I'm like confused about. I don't know. From from my best understanding, I don't know if this is accurate or not, so don't take my word for it. But I think he's like uh, a middle right okay. uh, politician. Um, so he he's somewhat in the middle when it comes to a lot of things, but he's still a conservative and holds a lot of conservative values. Like the way I've thought about it is that they've gotten progressively more in the middle from like Boris to Liz Truss to Rishi. So I don't know if that's accurate or not. If there's anybody from the UK that wants to correct me, absolutely feel free. But I think that I don't know how the British people feel about it but i think they're moving to a more um i don't know a more neutral political structure for at least the leaders that they elect yeah yeah rishi sunak he voted to leave the eu yeah he's a fucker man confused individual well it's time that we exit to an ad (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, we have to save our own financial climate. And we're back from the ad. More serious things to get to. <laughs> Such as? <laughs> Such as, do you know that soon you're going to have to pay to get your Woj bombs? What? What's a Woj bomb? Oh. Twitter. Twitter is taken <laughs> over oh by Elon God. Musk. <laughs> Jesus God. Um, yeah, that's pretty unfortunate, I guess, I'd say, uh, based on how he's been handling it. At first, he, he's been taking it over. Uh, just for some context, for those who don't know, uh, Elon Musk has been trying to take over Twitter mm. or like backing out, trying to take it over. He doesn't make up his fucking mind on anything anymore. So like mm. he like for the last four months, is just like edging Twitter and then... Finally, he he got it. They gave it to him. I don't know, whatever. He yeah. has it now, and he's yeah. just doing <laughs> fuck all to it. Yeah, he's uh, doing some weird people shit. are out. People are outraged. Um, basically, we've already seen some effects of it. Like mm-hmm. he's more lenient with content moderation. Like Twitter is kind of done. Like some work, they could have been better about it too. But like the last couple of years, just trying to like ban people who are being offensive, for example, saying the N word or like mm. uh, spreading misinformation, like that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's like letting that slide and unbanning people like Donald Trump. Uh, and then also ha- having people pay $8 a month now to have a blue check mark on their accounts, mm-hmm. yeah. um, which is not, I don't think that's great either. Uh, yeah so, yeah what do you got what do you guys thoughts on the whole, all this going on i guess like when i was looking into this like i was like reading into the history of like how twitter even like kind of like blew up in the first place and so basically what i learned was that like back in 2011 when like the Arab spring was happening and like in like in africa and like middle east there was like a lot of uprisings and political turmoil and um like the biggest platform for like sharing what was happening mm-hmm. was twitter and that was like that was like the first like explosion of users on twitter and then it kind of just like kept on going from there as being used as a a point where like people could spread all this activist movement and mm-hmm. their like political unrest and all these things. And I think like politicians suddenly realized that like they could just use the platform to just like corral, like just uh, enforce their messages to the public. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, kind of just went from there. And I think that's when like Elon Musk kind of joined Twitter and I was like reading this article where like pretty much at the first year, just like, you know, he was like, you know how we used to Twitter back in the day in high school? I don't know, at least for me, like, I would just, like, say random shit on my mind or just, like, random updates of what happened. Like, kind mm-hmm. of how I treated Facebook in the beginning, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what Elon Musk was doing. But I think, like, over a while, he just came a little, like, weird and just yeah. started just, like, pretty much, like, posting tweets that he knew would get likes and, like, interactions. That's how he built up his following and stuff. And then, like, slowly, we, like, Twitter tra- like transformed into, like, a big thing. And then now, when you, have, you know, when you have big platforms, you have trolls come on. Mm-hmm. And then that's like, like the last like five years where like, there's a lot of people that are using Twitter and that aren't using it for the greatest intentions and trying to promote all this bad shit in the world mm-hmm. and trying to use it to like get together with like other bad people. And essentially just, it's not, it. that's what like, culture is saying. They're trying to moderate that shit now. Um, and now Elon Musk is trying to come in and counteract that but mm-hmm. i think the funny thing about it is so he invested a lot of money into this i guess we didn't he was like 44 billion mm-hmm. or something yeah 44 billion dollars so like that's a lot he of his sold net a worth. Bun- he sold a bunch of tesla stock to build exactly to like to, yeah. a lot of his net worth is now like in this company so like mm. he has to like treat this like as like a proper business so right, right i'm intrigued to see how he's going to just let 
like cut down on like moderating people and like everyone speak because if Twitter is like pretty much supported by advertisements and like what? So British say advertisements. advertisements. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with that, man? All right, anyway, uh, like I, I read, like it was like ninety percent backed by adver- advertisements. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. Um, and if that's the case, like I, I can't imagine brands and stuff are gonna back Twitter with if people if like it becomes this platform that Elon is saying. Right. So. Honestly, it sounds. It feels like it's gonna be like a politician thing, where like you promise something, and then you yeah. get the thing, and then you realize you can't really do this, and yeah. you have to like kind of find the middle ground between letting it be a free speech for everyone, but also making sure we don't have bigotry shared on the platform mm-hmm. for everyone to see, um, to make sure that like he he doesn't just lose money on this investment, mm-hmm. which he probably will anyway, but can't lose yeah. too much money, I guess. Uh, well, it's but, not just his money. Like, it's not his mostly his own money, right? Like, he lended or he got lent a lot of money, right? But I mean, like a lot of his sta- like a lot of his personal stake is in this company now, in terms of like yeah. what he invested into it. Um. Yeah, and like what I guess we didn't also didn't say that Twitter was a, was public before this, and now it's a private institution that's solely owned by him. Like, he has a final say on what goes, right? Yeah. So, I'm intrigued to see what happens. Um. Personally, I still use Twitter a lot. I don't know about you guys. I guess, well, Trin, you don't really use Twitter that much, right? Uh, Yeah, not really. Like, I just browse it every couple, like, every once in a while. Like, yeah. I don't really, like, I don't really, like, follow anyone. I just look at, like, funny, like, funny trending tweets or, like, trending right. news, mm. generally. Yeah, so, like, personally, at least for me, like, I use, it's, like, my primary source of, at least besides sports, just, like, general news in the world, because I don't really watch the news that much i don't really i mean i read the news sometimes but not that often so like outside of twitter like podcasts are like the only real, real source of news in the world so mm. um i feel like i'll have i don't know i don't know what kind of impact it'll have on me and but i guess it'll it'll be interesting to see what happens to the platform in the next like couple months where he when he implements these changes or whatever else he has planned because we all know elon is fucking unpredictable in the way he goes about things so yeah I guess I'm not happy that he's in charge of Twitter. Is what I'm gonna say. Yeah, I, I, th- my main, my major gripe is I also just don't like him as a person. I think he's really fucking cringe and really just like one of the like, if you could think of like a stereotypical like harmful billionaire, like the first person I would think of is like Elon Musk. Now he's not like going out and creating like mass murders or something like that. It's not to that level. He's not like organizing genocide, but. As far as like socially impactful and demonstrative, that's somebody I would think of. Anyway, my major one of my major gripes with him is the fact that he like pretty much dismissed everybody at the Twitter board. It's just like it's one of the yeah. stupidest fucking things you can do. Like, I don't know if his official title is CEO of Twitter or not, but if you are a CEO of an organization and you don't have a board, like when something goes wrong. Like, what the fuck are you supposed to do? Like, obviously, there's nobody else to put the blame onto because I know a lot of CEOs like to just place blame on other people when they there's mistakes on their front. Um, there's also the people I know if I started taking over or like when I started working at a new place, like I would lean on people who have been there and who know how this shit runs. Like, clearly, Twitter isn't perfect, but they know how to make all of these things run on an efficient manner. And so if you just oust all of these people 
for for no fucking reason other than you just want to have final say on everything. That just seems like a st- stupid business decision and a stupid humanitarian decision. Um, well, it's, there's a lot of shit. Uh, also, yeah, the thing about the the accounts coming back and the I think I don't know if we mentioned it off the podcast or if you said it, but like there was like a 500 percent increase in the use of the N word after all Damn. these accounts were reactivated because like. They just were spewing hate speech, just like they were, because they—that's the reason they got banned. Um, it's just—it's part of a larger issue about like people feel so safe behind a screen, you know, yeah. um, that they don't feel any real consequences. And he does not. And he, I've seen him going back and forth with AOC a lot the last few days um, about free speech, about the blue checkmark thing. The blue check mark thing I think is really fucking stupid because you're basically doing it as like a pay to win, you know? Yeah. Like trying to recruit some of the money that he lost in the investment, you know? Yeah. Cause like <laughs> we could start a podcast Twitter and get verified if we just paid $8 a month. Do you think we should do that? I absolutely fucking don't. What? And that kind of defeats the purpose of being verified. Like, it just means you can pay for it. You can have somebody who is pretending to be like, uh, I don't know, like a celebrity who isn't on Twitter. Say like, I don't know, David Spade. <laughs> you know, everybody yeah. loves David Spade. But <laughs> such a random choice yeah, of a celebrity. <laughs> this man um, hasn't been like relevant in like 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, say David Spade. I don't know if he is or isn't. Let's say he's not on Twitter, right? Somebody makes a at David Spade, right? And they just pay the $8 a month. They can impersonate David Spade. Yeah. And then nobody would fucking know the difference. It's just, it, it, it creates more. No, then there'll, be, there'll be a tier list after though. Of what? Best like David Spade accounts? Oh. No, like super verified, like ultra yeah. verified. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. Um, so I think it just defe- defeats the purpose of being verified. If you can just pay for it and you're not, you're not getting verified. When I get verified, when I use my Apple card, I don't, just pay without using like my passcode or my my face to pay for yeah. it. Like that's the point of like a two step. I think he's just trying to like give people the power to feel like they're worthy or they're what they're saying well, is important. Is, aren't you making money off of like the Twitter? I know this is completely not what you just said, but aren't you already making money off of like the Twitter thing that get rid of, gets rid of ads? So like anyway. I think his partially his reasoning for the paywall for or whatever pay mm-hmm. paying for uh verification is because like he wants to take um because twitter doesn't make any money apart from advertisements right yeah so it's hard for them to like drive a lot of innovation and shit mm-hmm. when they don't have like a steady steady stream of income right not that it's not steady but like i don't know uh i don't know what the word is for it but basically if you can guarantee like if you can charge people for something that they that everyone technically wants or wanted mm-hmm. which is a blue check mark which i'm not sure if people really want anymore because like if everyone has it why does it even like fucking matter really? yeah yeah um, no distinction anymore yeah but i think he he wanted to drive like another stream of income so that he could pay engineers to like re refactor like the platform in the way that he wants Mm-hmm. Um, I also think one thing is like, I th- I think we can all agree that Elon Musk is a smart guy. Like to take Tesla where it where it is, and to take SpaceX where it is, like you have to be a super smart, high functioning individual, right? Yeah. Which I can give him credit for. But if you watch any interviews with this dude, 
he's the most socially inept person I've ever seen in my life. Like one of mm. the most, right? So like, yeah, I agree. He can, he can like run a company well in terms of like innovation and shit. Right. Yeah. But what the fuck does he know about like this type of shit? Like he's, he, I said, I feel like he just bought, um, cause remember he made a tweet a while back and he's like, Oh, should I just buy Twitter? Right. And that's where this started <laughs> yeah. because he was yeah. like, yeah, I believe in free speech. And then I'm sure he had some like, yes, man, or whatever, like funding yeah. from banks that were like, yeah, we'll, we'll do it for you. Cause they probably, you know, think it's a good idea to like invest in Elon or whatever. Mm. So I feel like he just bought it because he can, you know, and yeah. he, like, and then his whole idea is free speech, but like, what the, that's not the whole, that's not like the only part of the platform. Right. It's also like, he also said he was going to do like content moderation and all this stuff and like improve the platform. But in what way, you know, like, like, yeah. how? like he hasn't talked about that at all. In my opinion, like at least I haven't seen yeah. it. And I think when you, the free speech that he's been like trying to promote at this current time and content moderation are two things that don't go together. Because if you're moderating content, that means you're filtering things out. Yeah. But the way he's implementing this free speech thing right now is he's just making an open season for whatever. Right. And so... I don't think he knows what he wants. No, he yeah, doesn't. He does, he he's doesn't he's like Rishi, bro. He doesn't think before he makes actions. He literally, he's literally things. a politician, bro. He's just he's like trying to say both things exactly. at the same time. But he doesn't know exactly uh, the best way to do it because... It's not his domain. He also looks like a fucking alien. I just want to <laughs> say that. That is a factual statement. Um, but continue. Harsh, what do you think? As a as an avid Twitter user yourself, what do you think? Yeah, it sucks. Um, <laughs> I guess my question about the blue checkmark thing is like, are they still going to have like the verification criteria the same thing and then like if you are if you pass it then you get a blue check mark and you have to pay for it i don't no. know no okay. no it's Not. literally like anyone could like i saw there's a youtuber called mkbhd like tech youtuber yeah right that mm. talked about this and um i think he was saying or like there was like a thread that i saw in it, like after his tweet that was basically like you could just pay $8 and be me. Like you could literally copy my yeah. profile and then yeah. you could literally just tweet what I tweet right after. And one of like the things that um, I had seen in the, in the thread was that this dude was telling a story about how like um, some famous person like didn't have a Twitter. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, David Spade? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this, this like account that was trying to impersonate this person. Like they didn't even have like a, um, you know, like a verified account, right? Like they didn't have a blue check mark, but it, mm -hmm. it was essentially like grooming children or taking advantage of children in some fashion, either by money or like, you know, sexual stuff. That's like weird. Mm -hmm. um, and so this dude was saying like, it's not that like, it's like the check mark is, it's more to combat against that type of stuff than it is to verify that like you are a person, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. it's to give some credibility to to who it is you know rather yeah than. yeah when i read stuff on twitter i just like check to see if they have a blue check mark yeah, before exactly. like i read it register it or whatever yeah. and then now that's kind of gone to shit kind of like what haran was saying about the ultra verification or whatever why can't he just have like a blue check mark and then a white check mark and the white check mark is for like, like the actual yeah. Yeah, yeah and the oh, blue oh, check yeah. mark or whatever either way right you i think you're saying yeah, yeah like i guess like it doesn't come with the same um you know clout i guess yeah. but at the same time like 
you're also like with this eight dollars, you also get like more special features like priority replies or some I don't mm-hmm. know some other quality of life features. Yeah, that sucks like, too. Twitter. Yeah, but, like who needs any of that? Honestly, yeah. like, <laughs> I don't fucking know. Anyway, go ahead. Wait, yeah, I saw something that was like I'll miss the time when the top comment on Twitter mm-hmm. was just the funniest one or something. Yeah. <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah. Like now, I feel like whenever you see somebody in the comments reply and this is super follower, they get clowned so fucking hard. Yeah, and like I feel like now it's gonna be the same thing because like I mean you're not like like paying one money to like one account you're just like paying money to Twitter but it could become the same thing where like anybody who buys Twitter verification is just being like look like a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. So, can you say it's gonna bring back Vine by the way? Bro, they, <laughs> and he said he, he has my he, he has my make, support. He, he said he's gonna make Logan now. Paul the CEO and Logan Paul like <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> There's a lot of fucking idiots out there these days, man. Uh, speaking of speaking of fucking idiots. Wait, what what are we doing? What are you and I doing? <laughs> Three idiots? Kanye's an idiot. <laughs> I don't know who he's fucking, but he's an idiot. Mm. Uh, he I feel like Dude, after you just like, like beat him up all the time on like he's like your goat in music and all that stuff. Now mm. you can say it's I never idiot. said that. Good morning. Like his old music. <laughs> Um, yeah, Harsha, can you give like a summary of this yeah Kanye being an idiot yeah, yeah. like it goes back a long I don't know time. it's kind of like it's kind of like a season right you know spring summer fall like, I feel like every year Kanye just becomes an idiot in the news for something <laughs> yeah <laughs> <At this laughs> part. it's seasonal um, <laughs> most, like, people get seasonal depression Kanye gets seasonal insane <laughs> <laughs> we we already covered like in the past that he has like some mental problems which is like okay he should get help but also you shouldn't be stupid and because you can get an excuse to just say whatever the fuck you want to say like recently saying some like anti-semitic stuff about well obviously about jewish people like Mm -hmm. um he tweeted something that was like, oh, I want to go like DeathCon 3 on Jewish people or something. Yeah, that was like, what wild. The I actually <laughs> didn't even wild. know he said that. I just looked I didn't it up see like, that today. Either. I was like, what yeah. the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> like, why? That's so then, random. Can I just say it's so random that <laughs> Jewish people in like today's culture? Like everyone, like, I mean, I'm not saying like it's like it's like it's just so weird because I feel like right now everyone's like against like black people or like whatever else, you know, yeah. what I mean? like which. I mean, people are just gonna be racist, be racist, but like for him to be Kanye, it's I, just random. I think it's, I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think it's random because I guess in his experience, he works in the music industry. He deals with a lot of Jewish like people because they they're involved in the industry there. Mm. Um, not justifying what he's feeling and what he said because that's out of line, no matter like no matter what the context is. But mm-hmm. I think like he's speaking from those experiences, from and then experience? he's just, okay. yeah. and then he. I mean, like, I'm sure, like, with the industry he's been in, he's dealt with, he's seen a lot of Jewish people and, and like, in the industry and mm-hmm. executive positions. Um, but to, like, say something like that without, I don't know, it's it's just out of pocket. Yeah. yeah. I feel like if you have those feelings against certain people, then, like, just name them. We're in, a, we're in a day and age where, like, if you have a vendetta against someone, you could straight up, you could straight up just oust them. And then, yeah, like, Yeah, actually, that's get on such them. a better strategy if you Instead of, like, it's, yeah. instead of just taking... Maybe okay. I'll, again, I'm speaking out of generality because I don't exactly know what goes in Kanye's head. I'm not sure many people know what goes in Kanye's head, but like if this is all stems from like him having personal issues with certain people in the industry, yeah, yeah. then he should just go after them instead of just generalizing the whole Jewish community and saying all this stuff against yeah. them. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it, it is just kind of sad to see. I guess you know. Um, 
as like like harsh i'm a fan of kanye's music i've been a fan of kanye's music but just like everything he's done since pretty much trump was in power has been questionable uh both on and off record i would say on the records yeah he's so stupid like i think he got pressed to apologize or something he said like he's not on some interview he was like yeah i'm like i'm not anti-semitic and then and then the interviewer asked him like oh so like like are you sorry like do you like not mean what you said he was like he's like no i'm not sorry for that comment i think like, i meant it he like kind of doubled down pretty much. He was like on a Pierce Morgan interview. Um, oh, he also Pierce recently Morgan. wore like a white, wore like a white Lives Matter shirt in Paris. Yeah, the thing is like he also has been like anti-black kind of in like the past That's like recent years. Yeah, he said like, like he, slavery is a choice oh. and all this stuff. Bro, honestly, how did he not get canceled back then when he said that type of shit? I don't know. Maybe this. No, is the I think that's the thing. That's that's the point people were making. Or like. Mm-hmm. When he was saying all that, no brands would drop him because he was attacking pretty much black people, essentially, right? But yeah. as soon as he goes after yeah. the white people mm, and Jewish people, they're like, that's when the brands get involved. Yeah. Like, we got to drop you now, which is another problem about right. the culture we in the day we live in right now. But And I think that that's yeah. a lot of the, the reason that there's a lot of division in how black people are viewing what Kanye is saying is exactly what you said about how, like, when he was attacking black people, really nobody gave a shit. But now that he's attacking Jewish people who are white people, now everybody gives a fuck and is punishing him, and he's losing all of his endorsements. He's losing all of his... I mean, pretty much, like, everything. Like, yeah, he, yeah, he pretty much lost everything. Not saying this is okay, but do you think it's because he's also black like if a white person was going against black people like do you think the white person would also lose brand sponsorship wait what going after jewish people or no no if a white person was just like uh being racist towards black people publicly like a white celebrity oh, oh, oh. would they lose brand sponsorship like adidas and stuff i'm trying to think of, of an equivalent to kanye that's white it doesn't have to be like it just a white person. Yeah, it just gets canceled for being racist or like. I mean, I feel like word. there are enough examples of that, but I can't think of like. I feel Someone like there are like, prominence of Kanye. I feel like is. But I mean, like but, I mean, like Donald Sterling said the N word, and then like and other stuff, and like lost the team. Like, I think it. Ha- I think it's all. It is bad because Kanye. I mean, like he was being mean offensive to black people and like didn't get flack for it from brands but like i think it also has to do with the fact that he is black too yeah yeah that if a white person did it then that person i hope would also receive the same treatment yeah 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 it's hard to know without having like uh an equivalent to the situation like i'm trying to like think really hard of like all I can think of, like athletes, white athletes have like said the N word or something, and they they get like suspended or fined or something like yeah. that, um, which is not on the same level of getting like dropped. Like I remember, like God, it must have been like almost ten years ago now. There was like this football player who was at like a country concert and he said the N word, and I don't. He got like I think he got cut later on or. Something like that, and yeah, I mean it's happened for athletes like Myers Leonard, who's a basketball player, said some anti-Semitic comment on some Twitch stream, and then hasn't played in the league since. Yeah, and we're talking about Kyrie later, and he's now getting suspended. So yeah, I I think it's a good point though um, to wonder whether or not 
this is because it's attacking a group that's outside of your own or if it's because you're attacking specifically non-white or non-black people mm -hmm. white people yeah um but i mean tanya said some dumb shit recently too about like george floyd saying that yeah. Mm, yeah. he died of fentanyl and like the cop wasn't even on his neck like that or something like that which is like yeah. what the fuck like <laughs> it's like, like literally a video of what first of all happened. yeah there's a video and second of all why do you well, feel the need to even say anything like that yeah, <laughs> like, yeah it's, it's been like it's been what, two years <clears throat> since then i feel like this dude's like mental state maybe it's, i don't know if it's right for me to assume and i definitely don't think it gives him a pass like harsha said but i definitely feel like his mental state is like a cause or a big contributor maybe yeah um because i just i don't know like think back to what we saw in the doc like the netflix doc yeah or like his come up and like how he was back then like you could see like the little bit of crazy in, in him yeah. but like i think it was more controlled back then and he was just like focused yeah. on his music and his grind and he just kind of just lost him like himself i guess he probably also way. has way too many yes men around him like you could even see it in the dock near the end of the dock yeah. where he was yeah. just spewing bullshit at everybody and everyone was like okay yes kanye yes yeah yeah i mean no wonder kim left him bro imagine how exhausting that would be to like even yeah you know to put up with yeah yeah man. That's the thing is that I think even though these issues were there beforehand, like going through a lot of the things that he's gone through with losing his mother yeah, and then mm -hmm. his divorce with Kim, mm -hmm. I think, I think he's had other divorces or at least like other big relationships before, but now that he's had kids with her, mm -hmm. I feel like it's a bigger deal Yeah, um, that obviously, like you said, this is not an excuse for his behavior, but it could maybe be a, a, a point of like... Mm -hmm where it's it's source um that it's just okay like I said, it's not an excuse but like i feel like people go through that at some point in their life mm -hmm. um and the majority of people i mean everybody handles everything differently but to, yeah, just handling that manner like pretty much making social outbursts and becoming offensive and attacking other groups of people is just clearly not the right way to go about it. Kanye also posted on his Instagram oh. a picture of Kyrie Irving <sighs> shouting him out as a real one. So I feel like usually if a celebrity shouts you out, you're probably like gassed up. But if Kanye is shouting you out, there's something wrong with you too. <laughs> talk about Kyrie. Yeah. Um, for those who don't know, this is still like ongoing and pretty fresh. So yeah, this could be yeah. more resolution by the time this podcast episode comes out about what's going to go on with Kyrie. But basically, he's Kyrie, like, Kyrie Irving's promoted. a basketball player, by the way. Oh, yeah. Kyrie Irving's a basketball player. for the, Yeah, Nets is a star player and, like, pretty popular, I guess, among fans in the game and stuff. Yeah. Um, and other players. Yeah. Yeah. And he promoted some excerpt, like, some part of – Basically, a book or a video or a movie that a promotes like anti the documentary yeah. that like promotes like anti semitism. Basically, from like a black person's perspective, like mm -hmm. coming from like this faction of black Hebrew Israelites, they call themselves like mm -hmm. people that think that they're like the real Jewish people, and mm -hmm. 
the European Jews aren't the real ones and basically mm -hmm. they now have more power and stuff and like they feel like they're actually like closer to God and should be considered Jews. Um, mm -hmm. So that's why they hate Jewish people. And he like, he referenced that in a tweet and then <laughs> was criticized for it. It didn't really walk back on it or apologize. Mm -hmm. Got questioned for it in a press conference and then basically roasted the reporter and was like, what's the fuck you talking about? Like, I'm just doing whatever like i'm not promoting it i just put something on there which he just like contradicting himself like the mm -hmm. whole way around yeah today he had a press conference and like issued a statement never said the words i'm sorry mm -hmm. uh the commissioner called him out for it and then finally like five minutes or ten minutes before his podcast he got suspended five games for it from from his team not the league from and his that, team i feel yeah. like that's an important distinction which we can get into yeah and then he also donated to this uh anti-defamation league which is like helps against uh anti-semitic issues and causes and stuff and the leader of that rejected his donation because he didn't fully apologize um, yeah yeah and he's also on the side promotes some alex jones shit too and alex jones is another big problem so he's just a really cryptic guy and i don't know what he's thinking and he should leave yeah, he just leave what the world. Leave the team and leave. Just leave. Earth. <laughs> yeah, he thinks it's flat. So he probably thinks there's an edge. Kyrie Irving thinks a fucking uh, what the. Oh, fuck? I mean, he yeah. said that, and he was like, "Oh." And then later, he was like, "Oh, yeah, I just wanted to show like how like anything I say, like, you guys just like take it and run it with it or whatever." So like, oh, I don't fully believe he just like saying whatever the fuck. And, that, and that's the know. main problem is that he'll just he knows he's like abusing his power of just like being able to say shit and people just latch onto it, which is one of the major issues with this. I mean, there's a lot of major issues with what he said and what he promoted, but. Um, Do you think it stems from him spending so much time in Cleveland? Driving any, any person crazy. That was uh, <laughs> but he Cleveland actually kept Kyrie sane. Actually, I, I'd say. Oh, yeah, he lost it in Boston. Yeah, that actually make a lot of That's sense. Kind of yeah, you think you're right. He lost it in Boston. Yeah, <laughs> lost yeah. in Boston. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so what happened when he decided that he didn't want to be in LeBron's shadow anymore? That was in Cleveland, though. Yeah, then he left, and then he lost it in Boston. He did pretty much lose it in Boston. You would agree to that, Christian, I feel I like. I feel like he was gone before then. I mean, no, the, anyway. the flatter thing came out when he was in Cleveland. Yeah, anyway, yeah, but I mean, like, it was more controlled than it is now. And he also, like, played the whole season and played well. Anyways, good, whatever, it's not the point. <laughs> yeah, it's actually not the point. <laughs> he lost it. Anyway, uh, yeah, so Kyrie, he's one of these dudes that, he's, like, fake woke. Like, he just like likes Jason. to, yeah, he just likes to sound woke and then not do anything else. Uh, <laughs> he just wants to be liked so badly, I think, that he tries so hard that it makes nobody like him. Yeah. Um, he obviously, like Harsha said, he said all of these really ridiculous things and offensive things, especially retweeting that documentary Um and I would repeat the quote that the documentary says, but it's just not really worth it to give it more time. And basically, it's Harsha had a summary of it, basically, that this group of people of black Israelites believe that they are the true Hebrews. Um, and it is worth noting that there are a lot of African-Americans, Africans that follow the leader Farrakhan, who that's his teachings 
is by him. Um, and he's seen, I believe he, this is definitely a statement that I should not make without having done more research. So I could be a hundred percent wrong, but I believe there was a lot of his influence when the black Panther party was founded, um, around the time of Martin Luther King. Um, and so there's a lot of roots from that group still going on in the U S and I'm, I assume across the world to this day. Uh, but my main issue with Kyrie, other than being an idiot is that it actually doesn't really have to do with Kyrie. It has to do with the other players in the league. Um, nobody has come out and been like, this dude needs to like get the fuck out. Yeah. Like what the fuck is going on? Uh, which in the case of, I know Harsha mentioned it when we were talking about Kanye, Donald Sterling, uh, Robert Sarver, who is another owner who's in the NBA, who's being in the process of having to sell his team. Uh, I guess it really didn't happen with Udoka, but these other people that are basically like had a scandal and had to be ousted from the position of power. Players are really one of the most important voices in the league. And they are usually one of the first people to come out and, you know, demand wrongs or demand justice for when people do something wrong uh, within the league. And there has been nobody that said anything about Kyrie's statements. But when is there ever accountability shared amongst players to other players, though? I feel like that's never really the case. I feel like if you go against another player like on a different team, you're seen as, like, not a rat, but, like, a... You know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's, like, a sense of brotherhood amongst the players. And I'm not saying that's... I think that is a good thing for the league it, at, in, a, in, a, in a whole, but it's not a good thing when you're, like, protecting someone from the criticism that they're deserving to be had. I think that, yes, the league is a brotherhood to an extent. But it, I feel like it's the same as though when you see somebody, I mean, it's going to sound weird, but in a basketball sense, like if you see somebody like, we'll just say Draymond Green because he's the biggest fucking douchebag that on the court that anybody knows, right? If you see somebody, if you see him go push somebody in the air intentionally and they fucking like land and break their leg, a ton of players are going to be able to be like, yo, what the fuck? Like, that's just dirty. Like you you know, that's just, you can't do that. Like what the fuck is wrong with you? Right. And so that's keeping it on the court. And my point is that because Kyrie, there's going to be billions and millions of people across the world who don't watch the NBA, don't know anything about basketball, but they're going to hear about, Oh, this basketball player was anti-Semitic and made all these anti-Semitic endorsements. And that's going to give the other players in the league a bad name. And it's going to give the league itself a bad name. Um, and yeah, but you could say the same like when LeBron like refused to get vaccinated for a bit before he did. Like no one said anything against LeBron. You know what I mean? Like I mean, people in the, outside of the league did for sure, but like players yeah. in the league didn't comment on it, even though a lot of them were already vaccinated at the time and they believed in getting vaccinated. I feel like LeBron's a different. Yeah, story. I mean, no one but, said that about Kyrie last year either when he was not. That's vaccinated. what I'm saying. I feel like play. I feel like players are never really the ones to talk out on. I feel like uh, like outside of like like you said, like if things happen on the court, I think they would they would comment for sure. But I think that when it comes it, to like personal stances outside of the realms of basketball, I think I think there's a difference between a personal stance and or a disseminating hate speech. I think those are two different 
things. No, to, I, I know, I know. I, I mean, like, I can't really think of a uh, NBA player who's openly said hate speech before. No, me either. But yeah, but like, yeah, like, like when Myers Leonard, that, when Myers Leonard did it, did like the players come out against it? Not really. Like, I, I, I guess the point is that we're not saying that they, they shouldn't, they should be speaking out on Kyrie, but. The reason that they don't is, I guess, what Ron's saying. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying they should be defending Kyrie. I don't. I'm sure, like, if you ask any player how they feel about what Kyrie did, like on a different team, that's kind of my point. Is that no? I don't think. I think there's way more than we realize of players that are within his line of thinking. Move mm, okay. Um, and because he's so vocal to his own detriment that. He's like the biggest name that we know of that thinks like this. And I think there are, I think there's maybe, I mean, this is just a number and this is completely fabricated, but I think there's close to half the league that probably shares a lot of the views that Kyrie has um, because of the way that you're brought up as an African-American in this country. Um, and it's a lot of us against them mentality. And you're so marginalized. Again, this is just an outside perspective. I could be 100% wrong. But I think that it's a way more common thing. And going back to what I was saying about Kanye, how there's so many people that don't, that aren't against what he's saying because he's not going against black people, I guess, if that makes sense. That's just my guesstimate of the, I could be a hundred percent wrong, but I think that Kyrie should, I, my point is that he should be held accountable by his peers because he gives the the rest of them a bad name. That's kind of my point. Turin, do you have anything to say here? I just think it sucks in like all of these cases that like, you know, these are, these are people that are like, you know, have worked hard and like done like Kanye, for example, has done so much for like the culture in general. Like his music is so fucking insane, you know. And to have it like all tarnished by this dumb shit that like I don't know, just like have it having it tarnished, you know. Like this will always be on uh, Kyrie's yeah you know, record. Like it just takes away from everything that they've done, and in like the worst way possible, like. It makes you feel like you, you can't enjoy what they've done, which is a good, I mean, it's a good thing. Like, why would you want to support someone mm -hmm. who's so fucked yeah. up? But like for people like Kanye that has like, you know, 10, 15 years, um, you know, what do you call it? Like uh, tenure in the in like mm -hmm. music industry, right? Mm -hmm. Like, even though he wasn't like, I'm assuming he wasn't flawed, you know, back then when he released like graduation. Now it feels like graduation would be like, it would feel wrong to listen to you know yeah. yeah um and i mean like we've talked about this like briefly before i feel like on the podcast about like separating people from mm -hmm. their work i guess yeah um but i think it's like it's it's starting to get harder and harder to do that when there's all yeah. this shit all the fucking time and i don't know if it's just a thing because i mean we talked about this with the like, content recommendation systems like we did in the last thing but i don't know if like social media just like you know overplays or like um mm. i guess you know uh what's the word like amplifies all this type of shit in general 
Mm-hmm. But I just feel like it's all we see nowadays. It's just so aggravating to see yeah. all these things that we enjoy and we like and um, people that are, I feel like we're generally not like bad people mm. have these fucking whatever, like flaws just come out and us having to feel like, and I get it's not their duty to like make us feel good or whatever the fuck, mm-hmm. but I just think it's sad that yeah. um, we... Like what we have enjoyed is now, like we can't. That's basically yeah, it. yeah. I think it's um, it's even worse that it's to black people because like you know like it's not easy to make it in respective injuries when you're mm-hmm. in, 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 injuries industries yeah. <laughs> uh, when you're of like when you're black essentially and like mm-hmm. it's it's a grind to get to where they've gotten and it's it's impressive in that regard. So then it's like when you get to that level and you have that amount of power, yeah. like there are young black kids looking up to you mm-hmm. right. you know and like like whatever you say like it leaves a certain impression on them and like they they like care for what you have to say and what you share and what you put yourself out as and it's just a shame that like you go through all that work you do everything and then you just have these opinions that are just not ideal <laughs> i guess in the mm-hmm. lack of better words and um i don't know it's it's just a shame. Yeah. It's exactly. just a shame. I think a lot of creatives and you can loop in athletes with that want to be known for something other than their art or their, or their mm-hmm. work. Um, like a lot of athletes don't want to just be known as I was a football player. I was a basketball mm-hmm. player. Like I helped out my community and I helped out like society in like a positive way other than just being a guy who plays a sport. Um, same thing for artists. They want to, you know, give, give love back to where they grew up from, like, you know, embrace the culture, uplift the culture and to see, and I know that this wasn't the intention, but that doesn't mean it's any less harmful that these, these actions and these words give, do the exact opposite, right? They, they pin cultures against each other. They create more chaos and more turmoil. Um, and so it's really self-damaging, kind of like what you were just talking about, how it's just it's just awful to see that, you know, you work so hard for so long to and it may not diminish the things you've accomplished, but it always leaves a stain on, on your on your legacy, I guess, if you, if you yeah. want to think about it like that. Um, not just as an artist or uh, an athlete, but just as a, hu- a human being. Um, yeah and another thing is that because we just have so much more access to people's knowledge of information and what their opinions are that maybe this is just we just know more about everybody and that means we know more good and more bad about them um, yeah. given the current age of technology and that kind of stuff so that's true uh, yeah and it's just like it's the most fortunate unfortunate thing is that like it just makes it that much harder for the next yeah person to come up because like these per- these person's actions are now kind of reflected on that community and now mm. like you have to kind of uh, overcome that when you mm. go on your next journey it's just yeah it's, it's tough times also i feel like one more thing is like kanye for example right he wasn't just like music he also pushed the culture yeah. forward in terms of like fashion yeah. as well right a lot of these people that i feel like are like i was saying like elon musk like high functioning like they have they're able to like use their uh, creative abilities or like their strong suits in multiple different 
mm. you know, industries, which I feel like is important because like that sort of like competition or like that sort of creative thinking is like what pushes us forward generally in society and makes people like right. always want to one up the next, you know, the next thing. Mm-hmm. And for them to like, just do this dumb shit, you know, just literally like stops that, you know, mm-hmm. and also stops people from being inspired. I feel like, yeah. um, cause like, who, who like you fuck? want the leaders of our world today to like have a general sense of morality and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And just... it, honestly, you do, it's not even like, I wish I could reduce these people just to like what they put out because that would make mm-hmm. it a lot easier for everybody, I think. But I don't know. It's just, um, I just, it's, it's like not even that we can't, like what I was saying is like, we can't enjoy what they put out previously. Yeah. And now I also can't, we also can't enjoy what they, what they could have put out mm. and see. what, what their future shit could have done for like our generation mm. or generations, like, like next generations, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. like, it's just like they stop. It's like a stop yeah. putting a stop to all of it. Like culture can't go back and watch game seven highlights anymore because yeah. it's just tarnished. But, right. Uh, yeah. I uh, just, <laughs> what <laughs> nothing I, I just think it's like sad and it's like a waste mainly yeah, it's just like absolutely. a waste of such like so much talent mm, like yeah. with all these people you know yeah. but I just if you just if you're just a good person i feel like better things come to you you know so like, why yeah. the fuck you gotta do this dumb shit he's absolutely fucking idiots it's yeah. so stupid too they have everything they could ever want in life you know what i mean like, yeah. i'm not saying like people don't have problems and shit but like they don't have like day to day like regular people problems as in like where you know people have to think about like what uh where where their next meal is coming from like money and like inflation all yeah. these types of things you don't have to think about that shit yeah. so you're you're they're put at such an advantage at, at that point in their life you know I'm not saying mm. they didn't work towards yeah. it but they're put an advantage where like you can actually like make a change and to say this dumb shit and stuff just absolutely puts a fucking stop to all of it just wastes everything that you just fucking uh like all this effort that you put in your whole life for nothing. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I guess like we don't have to talk about this if this might go like a little controversial, but if you have thoughts like this, like I mean, like I hope first off you would think better than to just put that out there and like for everyone to hear. But like if you have sincerely like have thoughts like this, like how do you deal with them? Like do you just like do you talk them out to someone in private? Like how do you like as as like, with people as famous as Kanye and like Kyrie, right? Like how, how how does one deal with it? Because I feel like if you try to talk to someone privately, that that should get leaked immediately, right? That's so like, that's also fair. That's a fair point to make. I feel like if you have a good people set, like set of people around you, they'll put you yeah. in your place. You know, like as as like and this goes back to what Christian is saying is that like yeah, like, people on the NBA, yeah. like should you know keep you accountable. Yeah, but like I mean, obviously it's hard to do any of that in private, like you're mm-hmm. saying. But um, I think I think that's a big um, I think that's a big thing. I don't yeah, think many, then, anyone's actually stopping Kanye from doing anything, really. Yeah. Yeah, I think that it also goes, you have to, I mean, this is a lot of work, which is why people don't do it, right? It's because it takes effort and time and a willingness to sit down and figure it out. But I think understanding why you think something the way it is or why you have an opinion, like, what's your source of this opinion? Like, why do you think that you approach things like this? Like, is it the way you were raised? Is it, is it your life experience? Is it the things you were taught in school? Like, what gives you these sorts of opinions? Um, because one of the other major issues with Kyrie is he promotes, like, this, like, YouTube going down, like, the rabbit hole on YouTube and just watching, like, video, like, binge watching, like, conspiracy theory videos. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. just making that up. Like, that's something he has said, that he watches, yeah. like, conspiracy theory videos 
to try and get like a an alternate view of thinking or some bullshit like that. Um, and he wants to everybody to test, you know, don't take anything that society says, like, do your own research. He's one of those people, which to an extent I agree with. Like, you should do your own research to try and reinforce what you believe in or maybe change your mind. But anyway, that's a that's a different argument. But I think, like I said, it's important to understand why you believe what you believe and understand maybe that there's alternate perspectives and to have respect for other perspectives, I think. Um, and that's kind of, I feel like everything always comes back to, like Turin said, just being a decent human being and not, you know, a piece of shit. Yeah. So I don't know where to go from there, but that's the bottom line. Well, on a more positive note, Dan Snyder is going to sell the commanders. So there is hope for everybody. <laughs> but is he not going to Jeff Bezos, bro? Mm. Uh, what are you going to do? Okay. Uh, <laughs> that is good news, though. That is very good news. I'm happy. Fuck that guy. So if you like this episode, it's a little bit different than our other ones. So we hope you enjoyed it. And we don't know. We're not experts on this. Mm-hmm. We don't pretend to be. So if you got anything wrong, just let us know. And uh, let's keep this conversation going. Yeah. So if you want to uh, hear more discussions like this, let us know too. Yeah. This yeah. is not really our our usual no, realm of we're not operation. Smart. But I think it, it I think it's good to have these talks every once in a yeah. while, you know. Yeah, because we definitely don't have these off the podcast, so no. it's good to have. Them. <laughs> yeah, we definitely we don't. Actually, we he's actually not even don't. Lying. He's not even lying. It is true. We don't. <laughs> but we should. We should. No, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you can find more of these interesting discussions uh, on social media. Uh, we have Instagram at Industry Discussion. You can find these episodes on Spotify, uh, Apple Music, email, mm-hmm. Gmail, Vine, TikTok, uh, Pinterest. Not Twitter, but Twitter Spaces, maybe. Uh, <laughs> Verified Twitter account coming soon. Uh, but yeah, that's going to wrap it up for this episode. We thank you all for listening and have a great rest of your day. Bye. 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 R.I.P. Take off.